be the world champion with a body like that. I am Johnny freaking wrestling. And that's the bottom line. And now, your world podcast champions. Welcome to another edition of Rumbling Reality. I am good old Ramsey, and on the other end is good old Travis. Indeedy. This is More a redneck you. podcast for you. <laughs> well, I won't say redneck podcast, but I will say Texan boy is on the podcast, so we're close enough. Uh, I ain't no But Texan actually, boy. I am a little bit of a redneck, so we'll go with it. Well, redneck would apply to either state, Oklahoma or Texas. Yeah. But do you do you call yourself a redneck? I do. I call myself an Arab redneck. Do you really? All the time. I don't know, man. Not not that I'm saying that you're from Oklahoma or anything like that, but I don't really see you doing quote unquote the uh, the redneck thing, as they would say. What is that? I love fishing. I listen to. I've never. I've never to... seen you fish. Well, I'm always working. I oh, love, okay. yeah, I love, that's true. I love country music. That's all. I, it's usually almost all I ever play besides, well, rock and rap. So everything. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, you're kind of like me. You listen I went to, to freaking OSU. That's like the yeah. biggest redneck college. Well, I mean, there's half-half, but yeah. Whatever. <laughs> How's everybody I get, I doing? You, you what? I get what you're doing. <clears throat> so what Jeez. is on your wrestling radar today? What should we start with today, Trav? Uh, well, I mean, you kind of made light of it on Twitter already, so I did want to bring it up. So we'll bring it Brock up. Brock uh, Lesnar. Yeah, yeah. This, I mean, this news coming out today or uh, late last night that uh, it's a it's a possibility that Lesnar won't work SummerSlam this year. Isn't that crazy? That's absolutely nuts, in my opinion. Are they doing this for more heat, or is it like a real like he doesn't want to do it? At this point, I think it's more of a real life that this could potentially just not happen because it, this this all goes back to the the Brock Lesnar and uh, wanting to fight in the UFC again. So oh. for those for those that are unaware of what the situation is currently, we'll give you the brief rundown of it. Um, Brock Lesnar, of course, is now working on a per appearance basis for the WWE mm-hmm. and is getting paid a shit ton of money for it. Um, oh, yeah. Currently, he's their universal champion. He's also been interested in coming back to the UFC. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, UFC President Dana White had already confirmed uh, earlier this year that uh, he does plan on having Brock Lesnar back in the octagon. Brock does want to fight again. No real surprise there. Um, hmm. But the thing is, this time around, is he cu- he tested positive for steroids the last time around, which I believe was two years ago, and he got suspended for it. So now that his suspension is up, according to everything that I've read as of uh, yesterday, Brock Lesnar's deadline in order to still be able to potentially fight this year was yesterday. He had to enter the uh, USADA uh, drug pool, if you will, um, in order for them to... uh, uh, in order for him to have a chance, I should say, to fight this year, whether that be against the winner of Daniel Cormier and Steve Miocic next week, you or fight for your right, <laughs> or uh, whether it be against uh, 
the the rumored John Jones fight. But John Jones is currently serving a four year suspension, so I don't really see how that would have happened anyway. But you know, maybe stranger things can happen. I don't know. Anyway, I digress. Um, so he had a deadline of yesterday to enter the USADA pool uh, so that he could be tested and potentially still fight. And USADA Whether pool he... sounds like a drug in its own. Hey man, <laughs> try some of the USADA pool. Yeah, right. It kind of has a kind of has a little bit of a ring to it there. Mm. Uh, but yeah, he had to have entered their their testing policies as of yesterday. Whether he did or did not is still unknown. But that would have been the only way he could be able to fight still this year. Um, that was his deadline was yesterday. So I'm sure we'll find out more news over the next couple of days, if not later on today, uh, if that's the case, and if we will see Brock Lesnar fight in the octagon this year. I personally don't see it happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it is, and he did get back into the pool so that he can't fight this year, then I find it an absolute atrocity that they're going to run with this that he's not going to be at SummerSlam because there's there's no way he could make SummerSlam if he enters the pool because he has to go and start training. So he would he would miss SummerSlam, which means no universal title. And this is doing nothing but crippling the Raw brand. And honestly, it's starting to make WWE look like even more crap than what they already do now. And people are people online, at least on my Twitter, if you want to go to WWE Ramsey and check out the outpour of people, a ton of people comment on this one about Brock Lesnar and I want to ask everybody what they thought about it. And people are saying, like, it's not Brock Lesnar's fault. It's Vince's fault. Vince is the one doing it all. And it's true because Dave Meltzer confirmed that very same thing yesterday when somebody asked him about uh, how does, like, uh, is this is this even something that should be done? I mean, shouldn't he be here? He should be working more and stuff like that if he's champion. And, uh, you know, he was basically whoever the fan was was putting all the blame on Lesnar. And Dave Meltzer came back and said, don't blame Lesnar for this. This is a total Vince thing. So, And I get that and all, but I still, after it's all said and done, Brock has agreed to this stuff. So he doesn't really care about how he looks to the public anymore. He just cares about the money. That's why it hurts hurts me a little bit because if I was him, I'd be like, you know what? I can see where this is going. I'm looking. I'm looking actually bad as an athlete and as a person because all these fans just think I'm just a you know whatever. But really, his schedule's so busy. That's why he can't do stuff. I get it. But then you don't need to hold the title then. Well, and it's not even that necessarily because well, and you know what? Let's let's be fair here because neither one of us know exactly what Brock's schedule is. Yeah. If he even is, if he's got a busy schedule or not. But what I want to clarify is. I, I don't want to sit here and say that if I was Brock Lesnar, I'd do this or do that because, you know, the simple fact is is neither one of us are Brock. We can't say this. I'm but Brock. what I what I can tell you is that... I just no want to do a commercial Carl, right now. It says, like, I'm Brock Lesnar and all these people, like, they're like Brock Lesnar. Like, I don't know. Yeah. What I, can, what I see is I don't think people are questioning him as an athlete, but what I do think is people just don't like his lack of commitment to at least the wrestling business but brock has been on record before as to saying that he's he's never been like a huge fan of the business he's definitely not a fan of the lifestyle it's been well documented that he's uh that he had a painkiller addiction and became an alcoholic through the vodka uh, through vodka in his first run mm-hmm. with the wwe so it's not like he's uh made it any secret that he's a fan overall of the business as it is but he knows his he's an attraction he knows his worth and now he and I, by all rights i can't really fault him for this yeah he's he's doing it for the money 
and he's making good money at that for his appearances. So I'm not going to be one to sit here and fault him for saying, hey, you know, you're only doing this for the money. Hey, collect your chips, bro. Get what you want and, and make your living. You go yeah, right ahead I'm just going to view this as a fan and not like I'm that person because right. that's all I can do. And I am the fan here. And I'm Agreed. thinking this guy should not be holding a title. He can definitely keep wrestling, come back and forth, wrestle whenever he wants, whatever the hell he wants to do. But to hold that title needs to be on needs to at least, bare minimum, be defended once a month. I, I agree. I, I I don't know about the once a month thing, but what I will agree with a hundred percent with you is looking at it from a fan's perspective. Well, that was much the like rule. yours. That's always been the rule. The titles need to be defended every thirty days. Yeah, well, I mean, we know that WWE likes to play that rule card. But they didn't even start messing that up till about. They didn't start really messing that up till about till Brock Lesnar. They've always kind of did that. They've always kind of at least had it defended on a house show or something. But now, man, you know what? That's been the narrative for whatever. That's the that's one of those. Hey, it's a good way to get out to get a storyline out of it. Purposely, well, it makes man. it feel real too, though. It does, but I mean, dude, again, we've seen them take liberties with that rule so many times that it's not a real rule. You know, yeah, otherwise, of course, it's not a real. Not, no, there's no real rules. I mean, well, you hit, I, you hit I, a referee and you get a fifty thousand dollar penalty, and there's no yeah. real there's no real rules in WWE or professional wrestling. There's, I mean, yeah, there's sure. a couple of them, I'm sure, like a real life, like you can't do the. I don't know, pile driver anymore, you get fired, those kind of things, I get it, whatever. Sure, no, I mean, yeah, I get where you're going with that. Um, with Lesnar, yeah, at this point, it's, as speaking solely as a fan, I'm disappointed, because, honestly, it's just showing me more and more with each passing day that Vince needs to get out of this business, like, as soon as and, possible. Is he tired of it, or what? I don't know, I don't think he's tired of it. Does he just, just like, get a little dart and just throw things at the wall, okay, we're gonna go with this and this, or does he really still have, like, paths and what he wants to do for each wrestler i wonder sometimes i honestly think it's the same situation that it's kind of what cm punk said in his uh on his uh pot on the podcast that's now so infamous with colt cabana there's at that time it's like punk said he said all uh, vince really cares about is john cena that's that's always the first thing in creative that he would always ask is oh so what's john cena gonna do now because that's all he cares about now, fast forward, we're in 2018. It's not about John Cena anymore. It's about Roman Reigns. So well, I think that's how sure. I always operated, though. HBK, well, Stone Cold. I, 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 I yeah, get that. Yeah. But the thing is, is in the, this is where I think Vince of old um, kind of understood what was going on. Vince was getting his ass handed to him by WCW. So then when you realize that you need to start, you need to adjust your product, otherwise you're not going to have a product anymore then he had to start listening to the fans and had yeah. to start taking their thoughts into consideration. Now, fast forward to 2018, they're the only they're the big dog in town. Whether anybody wants to admit that or not, there's no other wrestling organization, not even New Japan, that is on the WWE level right now, period. So the way that WWE makes their monies is through sponsorships and advertising and uh, TV yeah. deals. And they just announced they released the press uh, the press release this past week about Raw staying on USA for another five year extension. Yeah, uh, and then uh, SmackDown. Man, you could you could have saw that first at, on RumblingRumors.com because I reported about like fifteen minutes after, well, an hour after the news broke. Yes, you did. Um, it was it was a it was a huge announcement. I mean, that's that's great. You know that SmackDown's moving to Fox. Um, it's it's unprecedented. It hasn't. They haven't had wrestling on Fox since the early '90s with WWE when they moved Saturday Night's main event to the Fox station for a little while. Um, so it's a huge it's a huge announcement for sure. Yeah. Um, 
but that's how WWE makes money now. They're sure. not concerned really about the fans opinions or thoughts or perspectives because yeah. if that was the case Roman Reigns wouldn't be as big of a deal as uh, he is now true but um, thank God Roman Reigns is a good worker I mean that's all I oh can yeah. say well let's not spend any more time on somebody who doesn't spend time with us so moving on uh, <laughs> uh, news of Rey Mysterio has been floating around for months and months and months and months and yep. the latest update is uh, Rey Mysterio and you know the, he's going to be on the um one of, he's going to be on the WWE 2K19 as a pre-order bonus. Yes. And it's just one of just, two characters. One of, it just 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 says, what do you call it? Just uh, implement uh, What's it called? It solidifies him coming back sometime soon. Uh, yes. According yes. to the Wrestling Observer, the two sides, uh, quote in quotes, relatively short order. And I, I don't know. I'm not, hold on. I'm reading this whole thing. Basically, they're saying it's going to happen soon. <laughs> Yeah, that's. I was gonna say I can I can shorten it for you. So, yeah, it's 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 pretty it's I'm pretty tired. much a done deal that he'll that he'll be back by the end of the year. Right now, the only thing that's going on with the contract, it's not a contract necessarily a dispute. It's more so of just working out the days because Mysterio doesn't. And by all rights, I'm kind of I can side with Rey Mysterio on this side. Um, he doesn't want to work a full time schedule. Um, and I think he's earned that, you know. He's, and I heard he's trying to get Dominique in the storyline again. No, God, stop, stop doing that. Stop, stop. He has signed a Dominique clause. Oh my God, I, I seriously did not like the storyline. I, I know you didn't. I, I, looking back at it now, <laughs> it certainly was, you know, relevant to the times. Um, it was a little too real. It. Eddie Guerrero, I, yeah, Eddie Guerrero was a great it. heel because he made Eddie, at that point Eddie Guerrero made me really like Rey Mysterio. I got I got into the the feud. I enjoyed it. I you know it was it was kind of that well, thing. And yeah, you're right. I don't want to say it I felt hated a little it. too real. I didn't say I hated it, but it just felt like a little too real. Like it seemed kind of. It like, did. It, 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 it the, did. It started to feel. The kid was so young. I was like, it just feels bad. Like I'm your poppy. It just I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, it was. It definitely was one of those kind of uncomfortable moments that took place a couple times. Um, I mean, now I look back. Yes, it is pretty funny, actually. It's 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 funny now because <laughs> the thing is, is I wonder how many people still think that uh, Dominic was actually adopted when that is really his biological son. Uh, so it's they it's, could they it's could, yeah, Nick, here, here, here they could do a long term storyline with that. Have Dominic interrupt his dad's return, Rey Mysterio, and then he's wearing a mask. You know who the hell he is. And then at the end of the match, he's beating the hell out of his dad, pulls his mask off, and it's freaking Dominic. Ooh, good storyline. Well, we'll we'll cross those bridges if and when that ever becomes a possibility. That sounds, that sounds kind of interesting. It's better. Well, than, it's better than half the stuff they have now. Dude, there's no, there is no creative direction, which is something that. Oh god, I don't, that, that's I don't, a long, that's a long four four week process talk. Well, and I think I, we may have touched on this a little bit last week. I don't, I don't, I'm, I can't recall. You definitely uh, right off hand last week. I, I always touch your heart, Ramsey. Let's oh. let's call it a deal here. <laughs> not not that part. You know, uh-huh. That's <laughs> so. So, uh, real uh, moving on. I'm just get a couple topics in here. Jeff uh, Hardy is injured while working uh, while while entering, doing in ring work. Still, I didn't know he was injured. Oh, I'm sure he is injured. He's yeah. dude. Dude, he's always <laughs> injured now. I feel freaking like I'm like, come on, man. This sucks. They need to yeah. like. I'm not sure what's going on. He's maybe a little older. All the crap he's done his whole life uh, is catching up to him. What do you think? Uh, I'm sure it's just age, honestly. Because yeah. um, when you look at what Jeff's done, he's pretty much modified his 
his arsenal for oh, yeah. his moves to uh, to kind of complement where his body is now. He he's not doing too much of the high risk stuff anymore. I mean, he still does the signature stuff like the whisper in the wind, the swanton, um, all that stuff. But he's pretty much modified himself to where he's more of a ground level type of wrestler, which is good because it you shows that he's, to. he's diverse. Oh yeah, absolutely. But um, what did I, you think about him in Sanity? Yeah, I don't I know how was, I feel. It was a filling spot because, as I was I saying know. a few minutes ago, the WWE knows this, and they've made it perfectly clear because we saw it with Sanity on Tuesday. Um, we saw it with the AOP on Monday. Who's AOP? Hopefully, authors of Pain. I was joking. Like wh- 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 I thought you were serious. No, like wh- wh- no, they just screwed him over. Never, no, never. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, getting back to what I was saying, we've seen it with Sanity, we've seen it with Authors of Pain. Um, apparently, it's no secret backstage through a WWE source, an anonymous source, obviously, that uh, WWE even knows. They know themselves that right now their product is trash. Like, there's no direction for anybody. I mean, they must not think there's- that. And there must be a point because they've not gone to the drawing board and made new things or tried new things. They Nothing. Must, they must truly think everything's good. This is the first time that we've seen the AOP on Raw, I think, since the week after their debut. Yeah. So that's been, what, a little over two months? Something yeah. like that? So, yeah, you're you're looking at a and, – and honestly, the AOP is a good tag team. They're a very good tag team. And I'm hoping that them showing up on Raw and doing their little skit that they did is going to lead to them continuing on being on television because I think it's worth it. And, and to me – it's just like when they brought up No Way Jose from NXT. What is he doing? He's a freaking jobber. Well, it, he was bound to be a jobber with his character, man. I mean, I get it, but at the same time, why are you bringing him up from NXT when, quite frankly, you can call him a jobber now all you want, but down in NXT, he was a big deal. Like, for a people while. liked him. He hasn't, been, he hasn't he was, been a big deal in NXT for a long time. Well, that was due to injury, and when he recovered from his injury, he now they Adam brought Ro- him up. Adam Rose thing, you can't really take him seriously. I, yeah, I get it. The whole party gimmick is something that you know is only a short-term thing. But he still was a good face character down there for NXT. If you're not going to have a solid plan for the people that you want brought up to the main roster, don't bring them up. Yeah, true. That's true. Keep them there. Well, because they want to put new people in NXT again that they keep doing. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously we know that this is a machine and it's just going to go as it is. But it's, it's basically... You know, it, NXT is now what OVW used to be for WWE, which is they have great characters down in this developmental area, and then they get called up to the magnificent WWE only for WWE to turn them into complete shit. The Revival is a prime example of that. They're just now starting to get stride behind them again. Yeah, and actually, they I'm beat. not minding this and them interrupting Roman and uh, it's something uh, Bobby. It's something a little different. I, I'm not I'm not upset about it either because that's putting them in back into a main event spotlight and it gave and them the win. That's a big main event spotlight. That's like a very rare yes. opportunity for them. I mean, Roman and Bobby Lashley. It's pretty fucking. That's really big for them. Yeah, that was that was great. I was happy to see them get the win on Monday. Because and they can talk better than half the guys in the back. Well, and they're a solid tag team. And again, this goes Raw's tag. Team I don't know why everybody hates sucks, the revival. Dude. Like I know there's like a trending thing through like different pro wrestling. You know, the Bucks and everybody. Everybody says you know fuck the revival, but I, I guess it's a joke. But there it, it, it is. It's yeah. a, Cody. Cody made the joke. Yeah. It was, yeah, boy. You know, I mean, I know people actually start insinuating them with like being shitty. At least some people, and I think that I like them. Whatever. No, they're they're 
dude, they're a throwback tag team. They're much like Tolly Blanchard and Art Anderson was, you know. So they're awesome. They're an awesome tag team. It's just they they got plagued with freak injuries when they first got called up. Then, um, you know, when they're back fully healthy, WWE don't know what to do with them, and they don't know what to do with that whole Raw tag team division anyway. Oh God. I mean, and we talked about one this minute. Last I week. feel like it's doing really well, and the next minute it's like, what did you just do? I've never felt ever since the draft. Well, or, I'm Cesaro and Sheamus. Whatever Cesaro and Sheamus during that time period, now Hardys and stuff coming back. That was a well, pretty that's good why time. I said here after the shake, that's why I said after the shakeup. Like, that's what I'm saying. That, that's been about what year or two years, around about, about a year and a half, two years ago. So, I mean, Dude, that's the really shakeup cool. was just like two year, two months ago. What is it? The shakeup was just like two no, months I'm ago. No, when they Hardy Boys and Sheamus and Cesaro and all those feuds, you know, I thought that was pretty. Well, that, yeah, that was that was then. This is yeah. now. The okay, WWE promo sucks. right there. Then now forever. No, I mean we can, <laughs> but I mean it is the, the raw the raw tag vision sucks. There's no yeah. there's no other way around it. So there's... bringing us to that, I was oh I may be the only one here, but I was so damn excited. Team Hell No reformed. I was no. This is that goes straight to my point. Good. SmackDown is doing great with their tag division. I was like, so excited opinion, for that. Were you excited? Like yes. I was like a little kid. Yes, it was great. Like I was. I did not expect Kane. No, and he's, he's the mayor now. And it's it was great to see Kane come back. And honestly, I am not mad about this pairing whatsoever. And I thought it was this goes. Okay, to I want to come back to them real quick, but wouldn't it be. Would be difficult. Kane's don't be so, don't say something stupid. I am going to. You know me, but I'm being serious, kind of serious, semi serious. Kane, you just said you're going to say okay, something. Okay, hold stupid. on, you can't hold be on. Serious. We have corporate Kane. We have Machine Kane. We have all these Kanes, and like the the funny Kane. What about a Mayor Kane? That would be like corporate Kane. I know, but no, this is a Mayor Kane. That was a little different. He's not. It's not. He's a not no, because he's not listening to other people. He is now the mayor. Did it sound like a little, like, kind of fun? Like, I don't know. No, it sounds just as fun as what Constable Corbin is. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get back to the minute. So, I was... So, do you think this Team Hell knows is going to work this time around? Because before, Dan O'Brien was a heel, and which made it so funny. Yeah, because the thing is, is now... Is the heel now, or what? No, neither one of them does, because even though the, the original Hell No was meant for, you know, as a funny pairing and, you know, like you said, Daniel Bryan was supposed to be the heel. They got over as a team to where neither one of them were the heels anymore. Everybody was cheering them. Yeah. Now, now you've got them back. Obviously, Daniel Bryan is Daniel Bryan now. Yeah. So, he's he's on another level. My little brother said, George, he said that they should be called Team Hell Yes now. Uh, what do you think I mean, about like a new run? It'd be, it'd be like you know, I get it, I get it, but they're I get it, but that won't happen. Okay. It's they have too much of a it's too solid until yeah. now, you know. And it still works though because so you know how you long do you think this will go? How long do you think this will actually pan out? Is this a one one shoot thing, and they're, are they going to be together for a while? I think they'll be here for at least three or four months. I'm like really I excited think, for this just because they have a lot of good chemistry together. They do, and they've even both admitted in uh, interviews outside of the wrestling ring that Kane enjoys uh, working with with Brian. Uh, Brian has said that you know Kane is one of his most favorite people to work with. Mm-hmm. So I mean, when you have two people that genuinely like each other and they are a team and they like doing business with each other, that that only makes for good things. I know and, people are gonna bitch and say they need to get more. They need to put more new talent, more center centerpiece, whatever. Stop using older guys. But I just love when they put Kane in the spotlight again because Kane always does well. 
Like, and it looks as I don't know if it, I'm the only one that notices or not. Two things to this: mm-hmm. one, their ring attires were pretty similar because yeah. they had both the fire effects going on. That's true. Um, and then two, uh, I don't know if it's just me, but it looks like Kane's actually gotten himself in a little bit better shape than he was before. For yeah, I think he had some time off for a while. He got to like chill out and relax, and maybe just work focus on him health and stuff. You know. Right, right, and I and I think the same thing too. I see this. I see this panning out for about at least running through SummerSlam. So yeah, I mean, I'm glad they've done this just because it's something for Daniel Bryant to do for a while. Because SmackDown's not, on fire, dude. It's been a man's been on fire forever. They have a little. They've had little periods where it stink, stunk for a minute, like Raw does. A year. But, they but had ge- a full year of <laughs> sucky shows, man. But in general, SmackDown has been way more consistent show than Raw. Way more consistent. I think their storylines are a little bit more solid than what SmackDown, or I'm sorry, excuse me, than what Raw's is. I think. I think I can honestly say SmackDown has a better sense of direction than what Raw is right now. Who do you think right now is the top number one unutilized superstar? Raw or SmackDown? Un- unutilized? Like underutilized, like not like there's not uh, <clears throat> given the opportunity right now. Like that really could mm. really flourish. Between Raw and SmackDown. Could be anybody. Finn Balor to Rusev, whoever you want. There's a man, there's a, there's so many talented guys, man. Um if you had to pick one guy that could be center stage right now besides the Brock Lesnar reigns, who would it be? If I if I had to pick just one guy that would be my center my centerpiece right now, mm-hmm. um, I think WWE is starting to put use to him, but I think they really they misused him from the from the first day that he came back. Um, I'm a Bobby Lashley guy. I I, I really did not think expect Bobby Lashley out of all the guys. I ever actually. Know. I enjoy Bobby Lashley. I've enjoyed Lashley from the very first time that uh, he showed up on WWE. Back in Guess who I'm going to pick? Jeff Hardy. No, I should pick Jeff Hardy, though. Kevin Owens. <laughs> uh, Kevin Owens, I don't think he's being underutilized, though. I mean, like, he should be centerfold champion. Uh, dude, have you That's seen I mean. the airtime that he's getting? No, I guarantee no, no. He's you. getting great airtime. I'm not going to complain about that. I'm just saying the one guy who could hold the WWE Universal title or the WWE Championship title, and I would think they could run with it. I think, I'm think i telling you what will happen is Braun will eventually cash in on Lesnar to get that title. I just don't know how I feel about that. Me. I know everybody wants Braun to be champion, but... Braun deserves it, dude. He does deserve it, but I just don't want to see a long reign of another big guy. He doesn't need to have a long reign. What I was getting, he does. Uh, he does. He's, he, he, he deserves it. That's the thing. I'm like, I'm like both ways. It like, won't be. It won't be like a super long reign. Yeah. Um, but what I will say is, does he deserve a decent title run? Sure. But I, I'll tell you right now, in that title run, the person that should end it is Kevin Owens. That would be awesome. That'd be a good little storyline to pick up. That, that's time. what I'm saying. It's, that's it's a, too. That's too much common sense, Travis. We can't. Don't. You can't do that. Oh, I know. Well, I mean, it's just it makes just as much common sense as Bobby Lashley We're gonna you know, have, getting thrown right into the main event spotlight when he came back. Like it's going to be been. like Braun gets the title finally, and then Brock Lesnar comes back at WrestleMania and beats him. That kind of shit. Oh, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if that became the case, but hopefully it won't be. Yeah, go um, But no, I honestly do feel Bobby Lashley is just the guy that when he came back, first off, he should have had a little bit more push behind him. Um, he had a good reaction when he came back on Raw the night after Mania. It was a decent reaction, so people knew who it was. Um, I'm still the advocate that says that he should have came back at Mania and been Braun's tag team partner. I think that would have been good. Um, but just now, I think WWE is going to start utilizing Lashley the right way. And I honestly do think a Lashley-Reigns feud can be a pretty good feud. 
um, Bobby knows what he's doing, and anybody that doesn't that doesn't think that, go look at his work and impact over the last three years. He's I've said it on this show before. I'll say it again. He understands how to be a character, and on top of that, he knows how to be a good heel character too. So, so real quick, speaking of um, another pro wrestling division, did you hear about Robbie E? Yeah, I just saw this on Rumbling uh, Rumbling Rumors Facebook page this morning. I was actually oh. extremely stoked to see so, that Chelsea Green quick, and Robbie E. Real quick, real quick, explain to me who the hell Robbie E is. <laughs> so I'm gonna give you. I'll, I'll <laughs> give I know you who he is, but like some little tiny backstory. Uh, here's the backstory. Robbie E was uh, originally he was a, he was a TNA guy. He was a TNA original. And he was created during the Jersey Shore days, where Jersey Shore was That's everywhere. That's the vibe I got from him when I saw pictures. It. Huh? That's the vibe I kind of got from him, got from him when I saw pictures and looked had to look at him up. Well, to give you an idea of what exactly went into this Jersey Shore character, uh, Robbie, the name Robbie, of course, is a playoff of Ronnie uh, from oh. Jersey Shore. So Robbie E, um, they just added the E with it. Um, and when he first came onto TNA, he actually did have a manager with him. And get ready for this: the, his manager's name, Cookie. Oh my God! I am not kidding. Okay, I cannot make on. this shit up. So that being said, though, um, even though it was a gimmick that was literally just to go with the times and capitalize off the Jersey Shore momentum of that time, mm-hmm. he he ran with that character, dude, and. Eventually, the manager kind of phased herself out over the, like the first two or three months. But he actually turned it into a decent character, and then he went on to actually be a tag team with uh, Jesse Godders, who's uh, on the indie scene. He's he's starting to make a pretty decent name for himself too, uh, as Mister Spectacular. He uh, they made a pretty good uh, a pretty good tag team, a heel tag team called the Bromans. So Robbie E actually does have some credentials behind him and he's actually a very decent wrestler and if he does get hired by WWE tag team him up with Zack Ryder because that was supposed to be their answer to Zack Ryder too was that Robbie E character so put the two of them together if Chelsea Green gets hired um, who's known as Laura Van Nessel over from TNA she could be their manager it could be a natural fit for a good partnership right there a good natural tag team that could still represent the Jersey Nothing Shore. Nothing about that girl's natural, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Do what? No, no, no. What'd you say? I said, no, I said nothing about that girl's natural. I don't even know who I'm talking about. <laughs> but, no, I, I thought that was great that you had posted the news about that. Um, I'm happy for both of them, and hopefully it works out for them. So, quick touches on. Rich Swan. Rich Swan debuted at Impact Wrestling this week. Gene yep, Snitsky yep. announced his retirement from pro wrestling. Um, I'm actually looking at. Uh, I'm going to be watching the Ring of Honor Best in the World pay per view that took place yesterday. Uh, Leo um, Rush. Uh, we're going through topics real quick. So people know what's going on in the world. Leo Rush. Leo Rush debuted, debuted on Two O Five Live, right? Uh, he did, and it, dude, he, dude, kids, money. No, I like him. He's just kind of an ass. Uh, that's that's why I'm saying he's money. He's, well, guess, he's who gonna, else, guess who else was money? Enzo, real one Amore. Yeah, but... And he had uh, did, a big mouth on him, didn't get a long peel backstage, and in the long run, networking and social ability behind the stage is 80% of the battle. I mean, I agree, and I'm not going to dispute that, but 
Leo Rush, I think I think he learned his lesson from the whole MLS I hope so, because Leo Rush could be something special. He could be extremely special. Can you imagine a Leo Rush-Ricochet match? Oh, shit. Can you, well, I, hell, I'm even looking forward to the inevitable Leo Rush-Cedric Alexander match. That's, that I mean, that sounds good, too. That's but, what I'm uh, saying. Cedric Alexander, Cedric, Cedric Alexander is such a, like, a big-looking dude. that he, He's it's definitely athletic. But in real life, I just think he could just kill Leo Rush in real life. Somebody like Ricochet... And Leah Rush looks more like real to me because they're not like big old dudes. Ricochet looks more like Cedric Alexander in a build, dude. Well, in a build, Cedric Alexander is way more mass. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. Leah Rush I is really super, would not. super cut. Sorry, Leah Rush. Uh, Ricochet, one of my favorites right now, is super, super cut and defined. But Cedric Cedric has the mass, man. And, I mean, I don't I, know, I know, I don't know their still- height. Their height is a big thing. I mean, if, if has that Cedric is shorter than him, then yeah. But you know, I can you can definitely tell Cedric has a t- tons of uh, weight on him. I wonder how much he actually weighs, Cedric, like a real weigh in, not like a WWE weigh in. I think he actually does weigh right around the two hundred five uh, mark because he really did have to drop weight in order to do the the cruiserweight classic. Where well, I'm he sure because you got to look, you got to look the weight. You know, you can't be like a big old Brock Lesnar dude saying I'm two hundred five. <laughs> yeah, but but it wasn't just it wasn't just as a quote unquote story. He literally dropped all the way down to the the limit for the division because that's the one thing about WWE when they did the Cruiserweight Classic that I really wish they would do another one for um, was that they really had to make the weight limit. If they were yeah. not two hundred five or under, they weren't going to compete. So he really did have to put in the work, and he went from like two hundred and thirty or two thirty five something like that. And he dropped like mass. I really, I really there. like Cedric Alexander a lot. I just feel like in the long run, they're not going to use him correctly. They won't. They're not going to use any of these cruiserweights correctly. Dude. I know that's the that's sad part. Is like you get invested in one of these cruiserweights, but it's like that's there's no where they can go. Like for me, as a fan, I know Vince by now and a reporter, and I just feel like all these cruiserweights are going to be stuck in that area because yeah, I mean, people like Rey Mysterio and stuff. I don't know how he made it. Like for you know a WWE title shot, but just you just you really can't see him. I can't see in my mind any of those guys really ever holding the WWE title. Yeah, right now the only guy that would be I think in the foothold for Cedric. being no for being a cruiserweight at least looking like a cruiserweight, but having the main event potential that should be pushed like what a Rey Mysterio got is Ricochet. Yeah. I'd, I'm a firm believer, and and don't be surprised, by the way. Well, Ricochet um, doesn't look does, Hold on, hold on. Before you interrupt me again, god dang it. Uh, if you want to go back on the track, you talk like 80% of the time on this podcast. So I know, that's why I was trying to up. get this little thing short before you got your little two cents in there, was with Rey Mysterio potentially getting re-signed, don't be surprised if by this time next year, on like a Raw after Mania, or even maybe at WrestleMania, we see Rey Mysterio versus Ricochet. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. But for you guys, uh, fans out there of us or whatever, the show, go back in the show and go see the percentage of Travis talking on airtime and me. It's like 20% to 80%, so shut the heck up. Okay, well, and those same people that go back and listen to those, count the number of times. I have to, or I'll never get a word in. Point proven right here. Thank you. So <laughs> Just I'm confused. going with it here. So if I could never get a word in, I should let you talk all the time. Because you don't know how well, to That's segue. why I've been trying to shorten myself a little bit more so that I don't do that. I just make those How many years has this podcast been going? What? You and I have been doing it, what, three? Four? Well, I don't know that long, but yeah. Okay. Okay. I it's digress. Been it's been a minute. You dick. Um, I heard that. What next? I, I, said it, I said it in the mic. 
Okay, ass. See, this is real emotions here, guys, not fake ass <laughs> wrestling stuff. Um, it gets past. I don't know. I don't know if Ricochet. I don't know if Rey Mysterio could really hold up in a match with Ricochet anymore. I've seen Rey is still really good, but Ricochet does some like high impact flying stuff. I don't think Rey could handle that. Like, have you does, not seen their match from Lucha Underground? I have not. So I, I mean, don't I watch it. I couldn't tell you. But I'm just saying, like, I don't know if Rey could do that on a regular basis, like a feud with something because. Uh, Ricochet does a lot of stuff where the other person is getting hit kind of hard. Really mean. Just go, just go. Do yourself a favor. Go on Netflix. Yeah, I need to go watch Luke Underground. Go watch Prince Puma versus Rey Mysterio Jr. You'll see. He'll be just fine. Really. I've watched the match, and they and they did great. So I promise you, Ray Ray could hold up with Ricochet easily. I just think as like uh you know Ray looks like a, he's like a fast guy and so that and he does like he's really agile. But somebody like Ricochet will make Ray look slow as hell. He'll make him look. He won't make him look slow, but no. he will make him look less athletic. Absolutely. Yeah. But that's because Ricochet defies all laws of physics. Yeah, and he's the one and only. He really is. That's why I'm so disappointed that Neville has basically left WWE because I would have killed Ooh, to see Ricochet versus Neville. That would have been awesome. I really think they better let Ricochet stay on NXT for at least a good solid two years. I agree because he really needs to work on his mic skills. He d- he does. He to me he needs the Finn Balor treatment over no, NXT. No, he needs not. Oh, okay, that I agree with. But yeah, <laughs> he needs to be their face. Like at once, Alistair Black uh, goes up to the main roster. It should be all about Ricochet. If at that they point. ruin Alistair Black, I'm gonna turn off the TV. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't even. He is talk like about one that. of those guys that could actually be an Undertaker esque character. And the thing is, is he's not even, he doesn't really even carry himself necessarily, or at least he doesn't intend to. He doesn't, like you just said right there, he doesn't intend to, but he just comes off like this, like a, a, almost like a not human being. He looks like a, I don't know, something about Aleister Black, he looks like a fucking badass, but he can Yeah, he's unique. But he can still talk on the mic, unlike Taker, who kind of like didn't talk much, kind of had the eerie effect. He would say In the beginning, right. Yeah, Yeah. even, even, I mean... Even when he was like more or less uh, dark, he didn't talk that much. Uh, I mean, the American Badass definitely talked all the time, which I didn't mind. I liked American Badass a lot. But, you know, if you're going to compare him to a Taker, Taker didn't talk very much, but Alistair can actually talk pretty well, and you don't have to feel like you're losing some kind of um, uh, eerie-esque or some kind of like, you know what I mean? Like that what feels you're, like losing you're losing yeah, mystique. Yeah. You're losing mystique. You don't really true. lose mystique. That's the best part about it. You don't really lose mystique when uh, Alistair Black gets on the mic. Right. It's just kind of rare for th- that kind right. of character, like a dark character. No, I agree. And and I honestly think Alistair Black, there's uh, both Alistair Black and Ricochet, they just they scream money on the main roster if they're used correctly. But again, as we pointed out earlier in the show, in uh, Vince McMahon's in charge still at that point, uh which I don't see him not being. Um don't be surprised if we don't see Ricochet and Alistair get the treatment that we know they deserve. They're going to get more of the treatment that Vince likes to put them in. What, so, what, oh God, I just get. How do you think Alistair should be used? If you were Vince, uh, sorry, if you were not Vince, if you were Vince, it'd be a different story. If you were Vince, what sh- what's the best way to use Alistair when he comes up? Just put him straight in the main card. I probably would, but I wouldn't throw him like into the main event picture, so mm-hmm. to speak. Like I wouldn't put him in like the title picture. I'll tell you that. But I definitely would look to give him. Uh, a very notable feud right off the bat. Um, for me personally, I think something that that could be very beneficial for both guys 
is uh, I think Alistair Black should be called up. If I if if this is me doing my booking for Alistair to come to the main roster, mm-hmm. the first thing I would do is have him show up and interrupt a promo that's being conducted by uh, Andre Cien Almas and Zelina Vega, and because the whole thing with that you was that again. Well, here this is why. When Alistair debuted for WWE a year ago, which was WrestleMania weekend, his first match was against Andre Cien Almas. They did a good match there. Fast forward literally a year later, and they're the main event, or well, I'm sorry, their uh, co-main event of the next TakeOver a year later, the uh, day before WrestleMania, for the title this time. So why not bring it up to at least introduce Alistair Black, somebody that's comfortable working with him, that they can have a good match just to at least present Alistair on TV, and then have that be a feud for maybe like a month or two. Then what I personally would do is I would immediately throw him into a match of a mid-card title status. Prime example, if this Nakamura-Jeff Hardy feud continues, then have Nakamura beat Jeff Hardy, be U.S. champion, no. and then immediately throw Aleister Black versus Nakamura. Mm-hmm. I think that, to me, would doesn't mean he has to win that feud, yeah. but put him against a main event level star like Nakamura, who can work very well, who also is a guy who can trade kicks with him. So that would be an interesting match right there. Then see how he does with that feud and then just progress from there. Eventually, I would like to say, I'd love to see eventually an AJ Styles versus Aleister Black match. Ooh, that sounds actually really interesting. That would be my way. I would be down for that. But again, that's a perfect world, so. Yeah, that actually sounds really, really interesting. Thank you. Have we ever seen them before together in any other promotions or no? Um, Not to my knowledge. If if they have, been around for a while outside of WWE. He is. He's he's mainly competed over in Europe, though. Yeah, that's that's um, why I didn't think they were together at once once. Yeah, I, again, they could—they very well could have had a match because, remember, uh, he wasn't called Aleister Black in the Indies. He was Tommy End. So it's very possible that him and AJ could have had a, maybe a match or two. Um, but to my recollection, I don't i don't recall um, either, either of them facing each other. So if they have, cool. Um, I'm sure that we can find the footage somewhere. But if not, then that would make for a pretty interesting matchup for a first time in WWE. Not only first time in WWE, but first time period. So that would be pretty cool. Yeah, I just really... I've, I said it before, I just really hope Alistair is not get lost in the shuffle whenever he jumps. Cause I just you meet really, both, man. I just do not have any faith in Vince or WWE nope. doing right by NXT stars. I have faith more in Triple H doing right by NXT. Yeah, but Star. Triple H almost has no pull on Raw or SmackDown at all. It feels like he has nothing. I know, I, and I completely agree because he doesn't. Because uh, anybody will still tell you that no matter how much success that Triple H has had with NXT right now, the focal point and the final say so on any of the main roster shows is still Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of. I, I hate I saying it. it. I get oh. it. It's his family's business. It's his thing. He's going to make right. it as big as it is. I get all that. But it's like, I don't know. <laughs> it may be, it's one of those things where you would think that after a while, if somebody is, if you know that your product, uh, I mean, financially speaking, your product is, is and I think high. that's what he keeps going off of in his mind, honestly. Well, it's doing good. It, and, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, and by all rights, who's to tell him no? Exactly. You know because you know what? Back in the day, when profits were going up, that means the the public was usually happy. But nowadays, it's not how it, it works. 
you're not. You're no, that's why. That's why now. we said it. We said it at the very beginning when we talked about the USA and Fox deals. It's about marketing. It's about advertising. Mm-hmm. It's about television distribution. That's where WWE is making the bulk of their money from. Oh yeah. So they don't really have to care what the fans think or say. If they're getting paid, then they don't have to care. Yeah. Um, and there's no competition to make them care. So that being said. Vince McMahon being the final say-so still over creative and all that. Yeah, we're, we're kind of stuck in that limbo. But hopefully, hopefully with his investment into rebranding and reviving the XFL, maybe that's going to shift his attention more. That's what, because, we, that's what we've been saying for a while, yeah, hopefully. Well, and he admitted himself. He said that, you know, I thought I could do both and, you know, still focus on WWE as well as try to get this football promotion off the ground because he was using basically the same production team uh, to do – uh, to do the XFL that was doing WWE, and everybody at that time was exhausted doing both of those, including Vince. But this time around, he's made it abundantly clear that he will not be, you know, it's not going to be that same situation. He is taking his own money. He's created a brand new company in Alpha Entertainment, and specifically to Which Jericho should get some uh, money off that name. <laughs> Actually, I think I think the Alpha Entertainment was uh, was copyrighted before he started calling oh, himself okay. the Alpha. Dang. So, but I get your point there. Um, but yes, I do. I do 100% believe that we might see a little bit less of a grip of Vince McMahon's on WWE once the XFL gets up and running. And I might I might have to buy that shirt pretty soon because I think I'm going to wear that at Comic Con. What? The Alpha shirt with the one of the the blue one he has. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I can't, the new I can't afford yeah, the other newest one he has. Just came out. Um, I can't not afford. I well, I can afford, but uh, I don't want to pack or like I don't have time to make some big old actual real Comic Con outfit. I'm going, I'm going to San Diego in about two weeks, and I got to find out what to wear for Comic Con. I was like, ah, what's the that'll be thing? cool. The San Diego Comic Con that'll be awesome. I went last year, but I you know, just didn't, I didn't go inside. I just went outside. But outside it's just as fun as inside. Oh yeah, I'm sure. But um, but yeah, I thought I'd throw that in there. <laughs> yeah. Well, Travi, of course I didn't watch the time, so over whatever. Uh, anything else you want to add before Zwee's gets over with this? I do. I want to add uh, one one final thing. Um, this is not more. This is kind of taking away from the the uh, the wrestling side of things and it's still involved wrestling but we're going to go just briefly here into a personal aspect um, yesterday uh, WWE and actually a lot of the wrestling world including myself uh, were extremely saddened by the news of Matt Capitelli's passing um, it's extremely sad I remember being a fan of his and I and I wanted him to win Tough Enough Three. I was watching the season, and he was the guy that I wanted to win. He went on and won, uh, along with uh, John Morrison, um, that he went on to win the contracts that season. And it's just such a shame that somebody who was known for being such a good person, a good worker, and apparently, and I've been watching, like trying to watch old tapes of his down at OVW. Yeah. From what I've seen thus far, his in-ring work was extremely solid. Um, he had so much potential behind him, and it's such a shame that the diagnosis, the original diagnosis, cut a, a promising career uh, short. So, yeah. um, 
me personally, and I'm sure Ramsey does too, and then everybody that's associated with RumblingRumors.com and Rumbling Reality, we I think we can collectively say that we send our condolences to Mr. Capitelli's family. Um, from my own spiritual belief, God bless you, sir, and I'm glad that you're not in any kind of pain anymore. And I wish we could have seen you get to a main roster level of success, but at least you had the success of being a fighter and never giving up, even when it was as bleak as could be. Mm-hmm. He he uh, was always reportedly as being as positive as ever. So God bless the Capitelli family. Rest in peace, Matt. Our condolences go straight out to the Capitelli family during this time. All right, guys. Well, sorry to sit on a sorry to end on a sad note, but that's just how it goes sometimes. We will. It's a sad note to a degree, but yeah, again, <laughs> yeah, not not going completely spiritual here, but it's also can be looked at as a time of rejoice too. So, did you guys notice this? Travis just cut me off. You son of a bitch. My bad. <laughs> just kidding. All right, Fair guys. Play. Well, it was. It's always good having you with us. Uh, join us next week. For another edition of Rumbling Reality. Yes, sir. And Peace to... out, guys. Oh, okay, yep. Well, I guess we're not going to do our old little outro. Oh, okay, here. Oh, yeah, I'll do it real fast. Here we go. <laughs> so, uh, as always, guys, here, I almost forgot to do my little shtick here. So, <laughs> uh, please go and like us over on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter as well at Rumbling Rumors. Like us at Rumbling Rumors on Facebook. You can follow both Ramsey and uh, I separately. Yep. Sorry. Mm-hmm. No, you're good. Uh, follow Ramsey over at WWE Ramsey. You can follow me at Travis underscore Falhark. Always make sure to tune into RumblingRumors.com for all your latest wrestling news and non-spoilers and free wallpapers, as well as visit our associate at Blue Level Man. and check out their novelty T-shirts. And real their quick, we had a new stuff. one just launched. We have a Eat Sleep Rusev Day repeat, which is pretty popular. And we have another one which has been out for a little while, but it's actually been selling pretty well and people like it. Eat Sleep, Get These Hands, Repeat. There you go, guys. You got it all. You know where to get some of your best novelty merchandise from Blue Level. And And as always, we're going to see you right back here next weekend. Peace out, y'all. All right, guys. Have a good one.